welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Dizdira, Kid, Bria, and Flick! <laughs> Last <laughs> week, the party began to figure out some things about the temple that they've been wandering around in. They found a painting that seemed to represent four different constructs, one of which they've already found, and a map of the area. These discoveries have led them to seek out the other three constructs in hopes that maybe, once all four are assembled, they'll answer some questions about how to proceed. As the next step in their search, our adventurers headed west to begin exploring the other half of the temple. What will they find on this side of the temple? Will they be able to gather the other three constructs and proceed to their goal? Or is this all just a hilarious red herring perpetrated by the voice in the ceiling? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hey. Oh, you're all so mad at that possibility. I I didn't even say hello because I was like, wait. Excellent. I love it. So as we left, uh, what? No, first, how's everybody doing? How are we doing this week? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm so good. And you want to know why? Yeah, tell us why. Tell us about our temporary guest star. Because, okay, so everyone who doesn't know, Bria left for a little bit because she had a baby. (laughs) And the baby is here with us recording. (laughs) And I'm not going to say her name. I am going to say that it's a her but I'm not going to say her name, and I'm going to make up a name for her now for D&D. Oh, no. And it's going to oh. be... This is a moment. So much pressure. Her name is Cheeky. <laughs> That's her name. Did she like the name? She either likes it or her? hates it. I no, did. but what did she say? She said, ah. Yes, she <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I, I can't, think you should y'all, leave I literally her can't get over how cute this oh, part. Oh, I'm go- I'm going to for sure. <laughs> I literally can't get over how cute this baby is, y'all. I'm yes. uh, so she is she is here with us. Oh, uh, she's just so cute. It's distracting, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why do you think I've been literally goo goo guying over here the entire time? Yeah, legit. Like I can't. Well, we're very happy to have no, cheeky I'm right with us there for with you. Too for cute. a little while. Too much cuteness. <laughs> um. What else? How are we all doing? Are we all excited? I know this was, by the time this gets released, it'll be like several weeks ago, but how are we all feeling about Ghosts of Saltmarsh? Wizards of the Coast's next adventure publication. Adventures on the high seas. Apologies if our social media is like way too much, but like, (laughs) I'm so excited about- Flick is super excited. I get seasick. (laughs) But maybe your character doesn't. Well- I don't, I don't know that, that I can play seasick. a character that is that opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's reasonable. It's definitely uh, a stretch. Definitely a stretch. Well, good. That's that's the news from our front. Uh, welcome back, everybody. I just wanted a little chat before we started. Um, so, okay, so at the end of last week, Bria uh, went over, checked the door on the west side of the bear trap hallway for traps, didn't find any, opened the door. As soon as she started opening the door, you all could hear emanating from the room the sounds of metal clanking on metal. It occurs to me that perhaps in preparation for today knowing exactly where you were going to be starting. Maybe I should have had a look at what was in this room. It's fine. It's a dragon with the clankers. How like Harry did you Potter. know? That's exactly what it is. We haven't <laughs> run into a dragon yet, so... <laughs> uh, my So my friend Kelly, the opera geek, uh, told, like, recently has had her mom start watching her on uh, her stream on the Greyhawk channel, and she was explaining D&D to her mom, and the, she said, the first thing you need to know, mom, is that in Dungeons & Dragons, there are very few dungeons and even fewer dragons. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that is pretty damn accurate. Yeah, it's so very- Thanks for that, Kelly. Go follow her at, at the Opera Geek. Anyway, what am I doing? I'm looking up uh, some information about what's in this room. I have the information about what's in this room. Okay, right. so, <laughs> as you open the door further and you can see further into the room, uh, you can see a shiny, square, metallic individual wearing a 10-gallon hat, boots oh. with spurs on them, a square shine... <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And a brown vest. 
is in the middle of pitched battle with three metallic worm-like creatures that keep burrowing into and out of the ground. You can see, like, the ground is pockmarked with little burrow holes all over it. The metal individual is, at this exact moment, attempting to lasso a creature with a whip, but apparently he has pretty terrible aim. Uh, and just, this doesn't mean anything for what you all have to do, but for my own tracking, I need everybody to roll initiative. Your first initiative! She's so excited. <laughs> You're so excited and projecting, but it's cute anyway. Projecting, I'm projecting. <laughs> Bria, She's Bria, so what observant, look at her. We rolled a 19. We rolled a 19, excellent. Uh, for this episode, uh, I think Bria has just like a tiny little bird sitting on her shoulder. It just popped out of nowhere, and you know what? I'm not even going to argue with you because I think it's cute. Great. Great. Uh, Bizdira, what'd you get? 14. 14. Uh, Flick. I got a 13. And Kit. 17. Why in writing this initiative down, I cramped it all together into like this much space. Anyway. All right. So um, you watch as as soon as you open the door, those three weird metal worm things uh, come up around the, uh, the, I don't know, cowboy hatted construct or whatever. And they all try to uh, bite him. And they, uh, let's see if they get some good, some good bites in. They do a couple of them get some good bites in uh, on this little creature. Uh, and it doesn't make any noise, but like clearly it's upset about everything that's happening to it. Um, we have to all- save it. <laughs> Bria, it is your turn. I'm going to say, I'm not going to curse. So I'm going to say, oh. not my robot, you jerk. And then <laughs> um, jerk is apparently my go-to for not cursing anymore. Not, yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, so I cool. am going to, well, first of all, let's all agree that this is Bizdira's robot. Um, <laughs> that's yes. never yes, it has seems a more accurate totally reasonable than said. The, and the, the worms are, they're like metal worms? They are like metal worms. Okay. So I want to, I don't even know how to hurt metal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll try to firebolt it. I don't know. Okay. Which, which one? Um, the one that just Any- tried to take a chomp out of him. Okay, great. So we're gonna pick one of those. So you conjure a fireball in your hair, in your hair, in your hands. (laughs) (laughs) Me, me, me. My hair's on fire. (laughs) The little bird lets out a little squawk, and you send it streaking towards the construct. Eighteen. I believe eighteen hits. So go ahead and roll damage. Ooh, uh, that is fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, damn. All right. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Is that oh, what he says? Share. Uh, I don't is know that what is. they no, say? No, that is absolutely not what it says. It sort of freaks out and quickly whips around to look in your direction. Oh. Uh, Kit, you are up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very torn because we don't know what's coming up in the rest of these. Okay. Um, I am going to, in order to complement Bria's spell, I'm going to go ahead and cast... Uh, Good old Nice Ife. That's hey. its name now. TM, nice TM, TM. Ife. <laughs> yes, we haven't done that in so long. Okay, so which one do you cast it at? At the same one that Bria did? Yeah. All right, so it needs to make... No, you need to make an attack roll on that first. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. 15, that hits. This one's got slightly stronger armor, but that does hit. Okay, and now uh, it and all the things around it need to make deck saves, right? As the as the nice knife explodes. Yes. Okay, so um, that well, I have a feeling you're going to kill that one anyway, but it makes its deck save if for what that's worth. The other two uh, bronze worms, uh, one of them gets an eleven to save, and one of them gets a seventeen to save. The seventeen saves. Okay, and then the uh, cowboy-hatted thing uh, gets a sixteen to save. That saves as well. Okay. Okay. So one of them fails. So roll the damage on the, the piercing damage on the on the nice knife that hit first. A nine. Okay, that is enough to take that little worm down. Ha ha. Uh, you just see like it punctures right through its like core processor, and it just sinks to the ground. Uh, Beautiful. Then you want to roll that cold damage as it explodes? Uh, yes. That was not as good. Three. It was only a three. Okay. Uh, so the, uh, this one takes three, one of the constructs takes three damage as it's pelted with some, uh, shards of ice as your knife explodes. Lovely. All right, Biz, Bizdira, you are up. Flick, you're on deck. 
Oh, God. My first thought is that I want to run in there. Um, I'm shocked to hear With it. a lasso? <laughs> well, so here's the thing that I thought of. One, I'm still tied to Bria because I never undid it. <laughs> that is that is correct, and I was really hoping that you were going to forget about that. No, I remembered because that was my first thought. I was like, oh, I'm going to just take the rope and lasso yet. But no, uh, I'm going to radiant uh, Sunbolt. Which one? Uh, well, I have two attacks, so I will start with one. Okay. Uh, the other one that attacked the thing. Okay. That's a nine. That's not going to do it, shockingly. Then I'll so try it one again. Radiant Sunbolt bur- bursts into the room, illuminating the room a little bit, but otherwise missing. Yeah. Off to the side, because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. God, there's a rope around me. <laughs> right. Um, but then, you know, she gets her wits about her. She aims a little bit more, like, kind of a la uh, Iron Man. And sets off another one, and that should hit him for a 23. Oh, that'll oh, for sure hit. I like Go that reference. It. Good job. Right? It's iron. Yeah, that's great. going to smack him square in the face for eight Ooh. damage. For eight damage. All right. And it's it does, in fact, smack him right in the face, and it wheels around, and it's also starting to look like it's moving sluggishly. You manage to, like, tear a couple of gears out of place, so it's having trouble moving uh, as as quickly as it was before. It is now uh, the the little... Cow- I'm going to call him the cowboy, because I just am. It's a little <laughs> cowboy's turn. Cowboy pulls out his whip and tries to whip at the same one that you just hit, Bizdira. <laughs> but somehow he gets himself tangled up in his whip, and he falls on his face... <laughs> prone. He has terrible aim. It is not looking good for this little guy. And the other two, uh, well, the one that you attacked, uh, Bizdira, is going to come rushing for the door. And Bria, I think you're the one that is closest up front there at the door. So it's going to uh, try and bite you as it comes rushing over uh, in your direction. So it is going to try and bite you, uh, and it is a 16 to hit? Uh, Yes, a 16 hits. Okay. So... Uh, it bites you and clamps onto your arm. You take five piercing damage, and as soon as those teeth sink in and find, uh, like, get inside of you, you feel a jolt, uh, and you also take four lightning damage for a total of nine damage from this bite. Okay. Not doing well. Um, <laughs> yes. Can I use Uncanny Dodge for that? You can. Yep. Great. Doing a little bit better than I was. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so you sort of, you sort of, as it happens, you rip your arm away from its mouth just in time to not get the full brunt of the lightning, so you can have that damage. Excellent. All right, the other, uh, the other bronze wormy thing sort of moves itself around so that it is in between uh, the cowboy and all of you at the door, and you see it start to vibrate and light up, and you see little arcs of lightning bouncing all around, all over itself. And I need everybody to make dexterity saving throws, please. Oh my gosh. All right, Bria, what'd you get? 18. All right, you save. Uh, Bizdira? 20. Uh, you also save. Flick? 16. 16, you save. And Kit? A nine. A nine. You do not so much save. Let's see if the really? construct saves. <laughs> yeah, shocking. Ooh, the construct does not save either. It's not looking good shocking. for that little dude. Shocking. Uh, all right, so <laughs> you see all of this static elect- ha, ha, ha. This, uh These little arcs of lightning and static electricity build up on uh, this this worm, and then you see it take its tail and stab its tail into the stone of the ground, and you see lightning burst out and run along the ground and shock all of you, but a few of you manage to sort of get your feet off the ground so you don't take the full brunt of it. Let's see what the full brunt is. So for those of you, which is the construct and kit that take the full brunt, it's nine points of lightning damage. For those of you that avoided it, it is only four. Woof. Alright, so to recap, we've got one of the bronze things at the door. Oh, I guess it has to make a save too. It fails its save, so it takes nine as well. Oh, so, okay, so that actually kills the uh, one that was attacking Bria. So, to recap, (laughs) uh, there is one of these bronze worms right in exactly in between the cowboy and you all in the room that just shocked the floor. The cowboy is just on the other side, on its face, not looking super great. It tripped itself up with its lasso. Bria is directly at the door, arm bleeding ever so slightly, and she's you're all sort of vibrating a little bit from the shock that you just received. Directly behind Bria are Kit and Bizdira, who have fired magic into the room. Kit, uh, Flick is still uh, out by the side. Flick, did I give you a turn? No. Okay, it's your turn now. <laughs> Am I turn now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm actually going to... Bah! Okay. How far down are you, Bria? Uh, make a medicine I... check. Make uh, a medicine make check. Make a medicine check. That's no fun. Uh, that is a 25. All right, you can tell him. Great, because I was about to make a performance check to <laughs> lay up how bad I am. Uh, I have eight hit points left. Okay, cool. I... Damn. This changes everything. Battle is moving quickly. Uh, yeah. The, the bronze creature is about to turn around and take a chomp out of the cowboy. What are you doing, Flick? No, I've got a bonus action healing word. You okay. for... Me? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bria <laughs> for seven. Full... F- uh, that's okay. seven. Alrighty. I know, the little bird. bird I the know. bird squawks in excitement. <laughs> And it's so exciting. And then I'm going to The bird is like, go. I feel so great. I know. And then I'm going to go into the room and Sacred Flame, the one that's about to chomp into the robot. All right. So it has to make a dexterity saving throw, which it fails. And that is 13 damage. 13. All Radiant. right. So the radiant fire of Denier lances down and just smacks this creepy worm right on the center of its body, and it sort of jolts, uh, but it keeps going. Bria, it is your turn. Uh, so I, the firebolt felt like it it really worked, so I'm going to go ahead and to. do that again. All right. But I do think we should try to keep the robot alive if possible. Oh, no. Did you, natural one? Yes. <laughs> I think you probably hit the cowboy construct, so go ahead and roll damage. But I just said I, I wanted to keep him safe. <laughs> I, that is exactly why I have the idea to make you hit him. Uh, I knew it. Can I warding flare her? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> also, that would just give her disadvantage, which means we'd take that one anyway. She. You, oh, God! So, whatever. It's 13 damage. <sighs> Please, is it dead? <laughs> it is not dead, but it looks like it is having a really hard time. You like you melt part of its one of its legs, so it's having a really hard time standing up now. It is it is not looking like it is in good shape. I hate it this is Kit's so turn. Much. Kit, you just watched Bria get distracted and melt part of the cowboy. Ugh, and now I feel so bad because I don't want to say the amazing line that I had. Oh no! Up. What was it? Now you have to say it. What was it? Okay. Well, I I was gonna use Thorn Whip, but before I was gonna look at the little cowboy and say, "This is how it's done," and try to do a little lasso. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I love everything about it. You're gonna do it anyway. Do it. Do it. Make that attack roll. I'm obsessed. Uh, let's see. Do any of my dice not hate me today? The answer is no. They all hate me. That's an eight. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so this is how it's done. And you just snap it, and it is like three feet off to the side. And then I go... (laughs) And the voice comes over and goes, Hey, that's my job. And then you hear... (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. Um, I still don't like Robert. (laughs) uh, So the the voice, I refuse to call them that. uh, The voice comes back over and says... um, this is the first time we got a chance to watch you fight. I'd say right now it's at a solid B minus C plus. Cause uh, well, the little the the no, not the little one. You I keep thinking that you're tiny, Bria, and I know you're not, but um, I know the the sneaky one over there just melted her friend. So I can't I can't in good conscience give you a good score for that. But uh, keep trying, you know, get back up on that horse and all that. I'm sorry, is this distracting with you all trying to fight some things? I would like to fight, please. <laughs> all right, you can go ahead and fight, I guess. Okay. Oh no, it's kids. Oh, kid just went. Yes, Bazir, it's, it's my turn. Yeah. I, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to put my, my Iron Man hand out and shoot okay. off a uh, Radiant Sunbolt. Okay. I believe a 22 yes, will do it the will. trick. It will. Good thing we have you. That is seven points of damage. All right. So you blast right into it. Is and it it's still looking up? rough. It is still up. Then on one more. One more. Do it. Does a 14 hit? A 14 does hit this yes. one, yes. That's going to be four points of damage because I rolled a one. So two rapid fire blasts and the final one just explodes this little metal bronze worm. Uh, and there is nothing left in the room except for uh, the the really not in good shape cowboy construct. I want to run to... Oh, wait, wait, wait. 
Can Bizdira turn to Kit and say, and that's how it's done. Nice. Oh. And I will hang my head in shame. <laughs> and you hear the, the wah-wah horns come back over the loudspeaker again after that. I and one run- little tear falls oh. from my face. <laughs> I want to run to this robot and put it in my arms and sing this one, A Little Fall of Rain, as well. <laughs> Can I just say that she gets about ten feet before Bizdira, like, pulls her body weight down and the rope just tugs on her and pulls her back. <laughs> oh my god, yes. I need you to make an acrobatics check, uh, Bria. Ooh. 11? Um, so I think you go over there and you are, like, reaching out for it. Now don't you f- and you get pulled backwards. You stay on your feet, uh, but you don't actually get manage to get to it. <laughs> don't you just starts fret. laughing. <laughs> Miss your Marius. <laughs> Miss you started singing it. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, just look at her and and pull on the rope, insisting Come that on. she join me. Come on. <laughs> uh, Bazira will look to Kit and be like, "Hey, Kit, how, do, are there any traps in this room? Because that's why I didn't run in before." Uh, I will briefly scan the room. As you scan the room, it doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. <laughs> Great. Bazira will join Bria. <laughs> Okay. Monsieur Marius, I don't feel any pain. <laughs> the construct says, "Like, why are you calling me Marius?" That's I like how he, no. you're the, you're the one singing and holding <laughs> the robot. Well, here, here's the thing: I was gonna sing his part, but then DM started at that point, so I had to continue. I understand the through line of the story. So, <laughs> but I also am down pretty low, so I'm, I kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think do, it, I I think it applies. Pain. Yeah, I think it applies a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need you all to roll. Uh, 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 oh, nah, never <gasps> mind. Go on. Yes. Can my bird have a tiny Frosty's hat? <laughs> it doesn't have any effect on the bird, but sure. <laughs> now, do you mean Frosty's hat or do you mean a Santa hat? I mean Frosty's hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're in there. Bria is singing to the construct. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, inspecting the walls. Yes. Right. All right, so Kit's going to go around and inspect the walls. Great, mm-hmm. excellent. I will help. Okay, Flick. You've got the robot, right? I do. Bria, you have <laughs> the robot. We, can we introduce the robots to each other? Can we make them shake hands? You're going to like physically like take their hands and make... Because remember, both of these... I'm just going gonna, gonna to go ahead and tell you. Both of these contracts have fewer than five hit points each at the moment because of what you've done to them. So... Yeah, I'm going to take their do, little, well, oh, that's their the little mitts. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely we not going to... Gonna... Oh, no, that was also... Actually... And when I say you, I specifically mean Bria, because she's done it to both of them so far. I'm going to take their little mitts, and I'm going to make them shake hands, which means that they're both going to activate, and they're going to run away because they see each other, and I ruin everything. (laughs) (laughs) So, Flick, you're trying to walk away. I assume you've still got this thing cradled in your arm. I do. It's like, yes. So Bria, like, stops you and waves you over and then takes their hands and, like, makes them shake. It's very strange. They don't seem to really respond. They're both in bad shape. Yeah, I'm not putting him down, so... Uh, I will go over and help. Who Who's on the west wall? Oh, I don't know. We'll get to the walls in a minute. Okay. So the, you and Kit and Bri- Bizdira are all walling. That's fine. Yeah, that's um, yeah. Bria, what are you doing now that you've made them shake hands? Are you staying? You're staying with the with the cowboy. Um, I'll I'll follow them, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I was gonna do with the other robot and hold it like a mommy and just like put it on my hip shelf. Okay, make me a perception check, please. Oh no. Mm. Well, okay, too late now. Doesn't matter. Um, it's a six. Okay, so you uh, explode as soon as you put him on your hip. No, not really. <laughs> um, all right, so you're all checking walls and such. Everybody can make me perception checks. Me again or no? Uh, if you want to check a wall, yeah, that's fine. Let's start with Flick. That's a 19. Kit. Five. <laughs> Excellent. Bizdira. Six. And Bria. 17! Alright, so as you all move about the room, checking walls and such, uh, none of you are able to find anything particularly hidden or exciting. I will, however, say that I have not described this room uh, in terms of its uh, methods of ingress and egress, and so I should do that. So, it's about a 30-foot long, 40-foot wide room. As you walk in, you all came in from a door basically in the center of the eastern wall. There is a door in the center of the northern wall. A door. Okay, I'm going to ask that Bria get out her copy of the map. Yeah. Okay. So that we can reference and see if there is anything truly hidden or not. Okay. As you have a look at it and you see that, I mean, you can tell that you're in the, the 
uh, southwest corner of what this map depicts, uh, and it does seem to indicate the the door in the north wall and the door in the east wall, and that's that's really all. Cool. Uh, what about I the think star in the southwest corner? That's the robot. Uh, that's just a robot. Okay, that's a robot. Yes, Kate. Um, after I fail miserably at looking at the walls, I'm going to uh. <laughs> uh, have a realization. Can I go look at the rope that the little robot has with it? Yes, you can. So you go and you look at the, the rope that it's got. Um, why don't you make me a perception check as well, since you're sort of checking this out? Or investigation, either is fine. Oh, that's much better. Phew, a 20 adjusted. <laughs> okay, excellent. So um, you're checking out uh, the rope. And the rope is also, like, not thick enough to be whatever it is that you saw in that door, which is, assu- I assume, while you're, why you're checking out the rope, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as you get closer to the thing, you realize that it also has a little, like, door in its torso box. Um, but this one's a little bit lower. Uh, the the black-gloved bandana one was sort of up where its heart is. These, these doors are sort of lower where its belly is. Not where it's... Sack might be. No. <laughs> no, it's, oh, it's no, above where no. it's sack might be. You're fired. I apologize. You're I fired. apologize. It was right there. It really you was. set it up for me. I did. You're welcome. I cover the bird's ears. <laughs> I was totally oh, no. thinking intestines on that one, and we're like, oh, we're looking for its guts, like its courage, because this is Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I want to try to open the the robot's stomach, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So you open the, the little stomach doors and you do in fact see like a pile of metal what look like they've been shaped as intestines and as you get a good look with that 20 plus perception check you realize that this does look like it's about the right size and shape to go into that door. Great. I'm going to delicately close up its stomach <laughs> Okay. and... Uh, I guess I'll tell my friends in Celestial. I'm assuming this robot doesn't speak Celestial. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go up to Flick's robot and see if I can open its door and see if there's anything, like, else in there besides the heart. Uh, you do that. So you walk over, you open the door, uh, and you don't see anything but the heart. Um, I would like to say hello to Kit's robot in common. Okay. My robot? It turns its head to... Yeah. Well, whatever. You mean my robot? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would like to say hello collectively to the robots in the room in common. Excellent. Excellent. Say hello so robots. You yes and uh the robots turn to sort of uh, they hear you and then they turn back and they don't respond. I think we just got to hold on to them. Great. <clears throat> yeah. Also for and the I record, think, my robot ahead. is going to be the one with a staff. <laughs> with a staff. <laughs> so, little mini kit. <laughs> cute. So I love I that. I should have the other robot then. You should. Because it's a lasso. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it can be yours. My concern is just when we're fighting, you're not going to be able to fight. And, oh, 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 you can take the rope. I'm going to take the rope off of me. I'm, I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to take the rope off of me, and then I'm going to make, like, a cross over you, and I'm going to put him on your back. I'm going to, like, use the rope to tie him to your back. I'm okay with this. Excellent. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be Gobra if you could pop on over to iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. That is an Irish word meaning beautiful, which was given to me by our very own Bizdira in honor of the fact that recently was St. Patrick's Day. We will always read any five-star reviews we get on air, and the more of them that we do get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people will get to listen. doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton, so go leave that rating and review. We also want to remind everyone that we have a Patreon page. How could you possibly forget at this point? You can go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge, pledge as little as $1 a month, and get access to all kinds of cool perks, like access to the player's character sheets, bonus content, early access to certain episodes, and all kinds of other fun stuff. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them so much for their support. Thank you to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Los Vargases, Eliahu of Merc Grove, and Reed Wilson. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. We want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music you hear on our show and D&D Beyond for being generally amazing in every way possible. Check out both of those services at battlebards.com and dndbeyond.com. 
And finally, some non-Last Refuge announcements. Uh, first, Flick and I are going to be at PAX East in Boston this year from March 28th through the 31st. That's in just one week. So if you're going to be there, definitely let us know so we can say hi. But also, be sure to put on your schedule to come to the Bumblebee Theater next Friday at 10 a.m. to hear me speak in a panel titled, Am I Playing a Role? Identity Exploration in RPGs. Alongside me on the panel are going to be the Terror Muffins, also known as Kelly the Opera Geek, V the Crafting Music, and Ara Savad, and we're going to be moderated by the incredible Dr. B from the Take This organization. It is my first panel at a con, and I'm super excited, and I hope I'll see a bunch of you there. Also coming up, I am headed back to Twitch. I'm going to be streaming some levels of Dungeon of the Mad Mage on the Variant Rolls channel for the next few weeks. So if you want a taste of some of that awesome mega dungeon, you can come on over to twitch.tv slash Variant Rolls and check me out DMing some awesome players in a few of those levels. Most of my streams for that are going to be on Wednesday evenings from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern, but you can keep an eye on either my personal Twitter or the Variant Rolls Twitter uh, so that you're up to date on exactly when my streams are going to be. Okay, I think that's enough chatting for the moment. Let's get back to the episode. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gaming, y'all. So I have okay, so a So you have like a little baby robot baby strapped Bjorn, to my back. Right, it looks great, like excellent. A little, it looks like a backpack, like one of those like backpacks you get in the 90s. I had a oh panda God, yes. bear, and I had an alligator. Yes. Except this is like a square, like, Woody from Toy Story, except metal and square. I'm all about it. Aww. Wait, 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 wait. This is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> this is so incredible. I want some, I want to make this backpack. Right? <laughs> That's insane. Ugh. If we ever start, like, more of a merchandise line for this podcast, <laughs> right? come on. That's insane. Okay. No, Whichever we're past one that. of our fans makes backpacks, get in touch. Hey. At yeah. DMD. That's D, the letter N, D, last refuge at gmail.com. All right. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Um, okay. So we have the b- both the robots. Have, both the robots. Two of both the robots. The robots. Uh, and I think Flick is going to go up and, uh, no, he's going to gesture for, uh, Miss Bria to come over and look for traps on the door. Okay. Please. I will indeed. All right. 21. I should say the north door. Did I say that? The northern door. Yes. Yeah. 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 21, no traps detected. Uh, So this seems, it's another one of the doors with the handle and the small etching of the symbol above the handle. I'll open the door. Right. So you open this door into the next chamber. And when you open the door, uh, you are like, you step back a little bit because as soon as the doors open all the way, you are battered backwards by wind. Um, What you see beyond is a 70 foot long corridor uh, that's about 10 feet wide and wind is just blowing down like straight from the north to the south right at you Uh, and you can see at the far end of the corridor that there are these two great big metal fans set into the wall at the far end of this long corridor Um, you can also just make out at the end of the corridor that there is a bullseye painted on the wall that has like three circles two white ones and then the center one is a red one you said that's 70 feet? It's about 70 feet down, yeah. Can I try to hit the bullseye? I'm not asking you. You can do whatever you want. You've, you're all like you're all still in this previous room at this point. But what are you going to hit it you with? you see from the open door. I thought, like, some fire. Yeah, fire's good. Kit, am I allowed to hit the bullseye? <laughs> uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay, I'm going to go for it. Okay, from where are you firing? From the door. Okay, from the door. Uh, you can make an attack roll with disadvantage, please. It's an eight. An eight. So you uh, fire the uh, firebolt, and it sort of goes, like, maybe ten feet into the room, and then just gets blown apart by the wind, like, just dispersed (laughs) by the wind. I'm going to try again. I have a quick question for Bizdira. How many radiant sunbolts do you get? I get two, but they're only 30 feet. She gets as many as she wants per day, though. They're at will. Oh, they're... Okay, cool. It's just an extra attack. But I do have darts. This one makes it 12 feet and then gets dis- dispersed by the wind. I'm going to take uh, one step inside and my tongue is going to hang outside of my mouth in concentration. Okay. Left, and then I'm going to fly again. So as you step into the room, you can see there's like a little barrier, uh, like maybe five feet in front of the door. And you can now see, now that you're in the room, you can see on the other side of this little low stone barrier. It's maybe like two, three feet tall. On the other side, you realize that the entire floor between you and the fans is covered in glowing hot coals. Did I just 
step on hot holes? No, you did not. Oh, no. that's good. But if you try and walk any further into the room, you will. Okay. Yeah, we're going to need to figure that out because we got to get more ropes. Um, also, as you step into the room, however, uh, you've now shot into the room twice. Uh, and uh, as soon as you step into the room, an arrow comes flying out of the wall behind, like next to the fans and comes flying straight for you, Bria. <coughs> Does a 16 hit you? Yes. Okay, so you get smacked by this arrow for six piercing damage uh, that hits you. Now, you fired another shot with your... Uh, did that take you down? No, not yet. No, because I healed her. Okay, so then your firebolt can go off because I saw you roll again. So you try another firebolt, and what happens? Uh, well, I crit on, on one of them. Um, okay, what's but disadvantage? the other one was another eight. Another eight. All right, so this one gets dispersed at about ten feet, and another arrow comes out of the wall and flies to you. Uh, but that is... Oh, yeah, it's a 16 again. So you get another arrow in your other shoulder, this time for five piercing damage. Okay. Get out. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm like... I'm oh, I'm sorry. Like... I'm sorry. I screwed up. Two arrows shot back at you that time. So the second arrow... Oops. This, oh, but the second arrow is only a 12 to hit. Nope. Okay, so the second arrow thuds into the wall next to you, but you, it does miss you. All right, and so Bria just comes out. She's got an arrow sticking out of each shoulder. And, uh, what uh, does the bird do? We're not just... The bird is fine. The bird cannot be hurt. <laughs> no, I meant, like, does it go and, like, hang out on an arrow instead? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <What> definitely. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, Bria's gonna run back into the room, but she's gonna go backwards to do it, and she's gonna shut the door. Okay. And just look at them, and then look at her shoulders, and and that's it. That's all she does. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I have a thought. Okay. Um, and I would like to know <laughs> if I would have an answer to this. With the wind, would that make... With the wind and the coals, would that make it, the floor difficult terrain, or would it be normal? I mean, it definitely looks unpleasant to walk on. That is all you would know at this point, because you haven't seen it either. Bria just told you. Right. Um, if I dash, I have 80 feet of distance. Okay. I'm and, <laughs> no, I, I see what you're saying. You're sacrificing your feet to hit the target. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But the wind would make it, well, The DM. wind could potentially make it difficult, which would make it so I'd have to take basically two actions to get up it there. Would, it would make it difficult to get there, but coming back would actually be easier because you'd have the wind on your... Well, no, well, it'd be just normal target, if you turned them off. Right. We but could I, just, I mean, still... we also are just assuming that this bullseye is going to turn the fans off. We don't know if that's actually what it's going to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I'm like, oh, no, uh, well, like all these assumptions that I'm pretty sure the, that's uh, what it the is. voice at this point comes up and goes, <laughs> that was a bit of a surprise. Arrows coming out and shooting at you. This side seems a little more dangerous than the east side, don't you think? Also, I guess, Robert. <laughs> also, I mean, if we look at the map, there is another potential entrance into this room. However, Bria, can you get out your map, please? Yeah, I, I think I just have it out. Yeah. <laughs> However, um, Getting there could pose a potential problem. We're, we have to go through well, this yeah. room in order to get to anything else. So. To continue, yeah, to continue on. Yeah. Um, Unless we go through the robot room, which I think will be similarly uh, difficult, treacherous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you try to hit the the bullseye with something before you start walking on the colt? Like, can you? I have darts, but their range is only really good for sixty feet. He was. I would say anything that's going to be hindered by wind probably is not like a physical weapon is probably not going to be the best idea. And the range from Mage Hand is not seventy feet, right? No, thirty, I think. Um, wait, we talked about this last time, and it was more. I think it's. No, I think oh, I thought 30. it was ten, it's and 30. it's thirty. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think. Can you try? It? You said your radiant sunbolt is at will, right? Can you try that? Six thirty feet. Oh, that's why. I'm oh, thinking, like, damn! I thought that best. was the answer. Damn. No. Okay. <laughs> that's why I think me dashing is the only option we really have. Um, I don't know if I want to use a wild shape, just because we don't know what we're going to come across. Also, um, can't you one of you fly? Right. Yeah, both only of you for can a fly. minute though, and only once a once a long rest. Um, but I could turn into a giant spider and walk along the Oh, the ceiling. ceiling. Yeah, that's definitely a very good option. I think that would make Robert kind of uncomfortable. I'm all for it. <laughs> but I'm also fine with run- doing a dash, so it's up to you if you want to use a wild shape or not. Nah, I think it's less uh, hit points lost if we do the spider. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and it and I can get my wild shape back after a short rest. So if we need to find a safe room to take an hour in because we right. really need a wild shape, we can do that. Sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. I want to make it really dramatic, though, if I'm going to wild shape for the first time in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, okay. Well, yeah, do it in here, and then we open the door, and you go in as a spider. speed up the sides and across the ceiling, but zigzagging. Okay. Very but first, specific. But first, let's get you turned into a spider. I know. Okay. So I'm assuming someone's, like, in position to open the door. Not sure. Me. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> It'll be... Oh, yeah, Biz, you got it. I and it. I'm going to position myself really close to the door. And then I'm going to look up to the imaginary cameras. And I'm going to say, all right, now watch this and shift right away. And as Kit begins running, uh, the voice comes back over and they say, holy shit, that was horrifying. Well done. <laughs> and uh, uh, the applause track plays. All right, so you are going in there. It is difficult. The wind is pushing against you as you go. Make me an athletics check. Oh, but also with the tell spider me what, stats. Also, yes, and also tell me what the spider speed is, because I think it's 30, but I don't remember. It's uh, 30 feet. Great. Okay, this dice has been kind of nice. A 14? Okay, so it's, it's essentially difficult terrain, so you are pushing through, and you make it... What, I guess you can dash, you make it 30 feet. Uh, make me another athletics check to continue pressing against the wind, which continues to get difficult, or to stronger as you get closer. That was a 19. Nice, yeah. all right, so you're able to keep going. You're 30 more feet, so you're 10 feet from, excuse me, from the bullseye at the end of the hallway. What you doing? Keeping going? I am going to keep going until I'm athletics right, right check. up there. Athletics check. Oh, no. Uh-oh. That one was only a six. Oh, all right, so that one, you take a step, and it just tears you off of the wall. You fall to the floor uh, where the coals are, uh, and you take three fire damage, uh, but you're able to go for it, and what are you doing with the bullseye? I'm going to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spider leg, a spider leg. As, uh, as you hit the ground, the voice comes over and goes, Ooh, I wonder what fried spider tastes like. Uh, but you reach out one of your legs and hit the center of the bullseye. The fans begin to slow down, and the uh, the coals that you're currently still standing on and are still quite hot begins to descend into the floor. Ah, under the wall, With get me the wall. on top of them? Currently, yes. Okay, I'm going to climb up the wall. Okay, so as you move over to get up the wall, uh, you take another one fire damage, uh, but then you get off and you see the coals sink down maybe about a foot or a foot and a half, and then from the walls on either side of the hallway, these stone plates sort of slide in and close, covering up the coals completely. And uh, you hear uh, the the loudspeaker comes back on, and you hear uh, the applause track once again, and the voice says, Well, I, I gotta admit, that uh, that was not in my plans for one of the ways for y'all to get through this room, but I guess it works. So, uh, well done, I guess. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Points for Kit. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right, so what are you all doing? Well, what's I in think- the hallway? Uh, nothing. I mean, there's a door in the east. There are two doors in the east wall, one halfway down the corridor and one like three quarters of the way down the corridor. I think I'd like to just get into the hallway portion. That's to the first wall. Uh, since we're following kind of the map, there's one that's a hallway that seems to lead to the opposite side of where the rope um, All right, so you want to so you want to go to the center, the, the, yeah. the door in the center. Of the I I actually wanted to check out the the most northern door. Actually, okay. <laughs> me too. I'm going to stay far, far away from that. I, I okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you all go up to both of these doors. Are the smaller versions of the doors uh, with the handles and the s- s- sigil above the their symbol rather above the uh, the handle. And yeah. you're you, Bria. You don't want to come in here. <laughs> you don't I'll be in the check I'll for be traps. Kick and check for traps, and if you need me to disarm it, I will, but I'm gonna let you guys take the lead on this one. I don't want to die. Can I check for traps as a spider? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I guess you can, because your mental scores don't change, so yes, you can. <laughs> Great. I just, I mean, you know, an extra 20 hit points is nothing that's, to sneeze yeah, at. Yeah, that's actually no. very nice. Fair. 
Fair. Um, so you're checking around for traps in this area and by this other door, you don't notice anything. I'm going to try to give a thumbs up with a spider finger. It's creepy Ew. and not super clear. Yeah, <laughs> Flick is not comfortable with the spider. I'm just going to push against it then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. then. It, I mean, then it doesn't I'll... open, but the message is more clear. Then I'll open the door then. Uh, so you go to open the door and it is locked. Damn. Bria. Bria. I'll try to unlock the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so make me a dexterity thieves tools check. 14. It's just, you can't quite get your your tools to get to catch the the uh, tumblers and things in this door, and you just can't quite get it open. Can I try again? You can make an investigation check to uh, examine the lock, like we did last time you failed a Thieves' Tools check. Uh, that's way better. That is a... 20. Alright, so you do sort of notice uh, possibly how you can get in there, so go ahead and make that Thieves' Tools check again. 13. Um, did I give you advantage last time you did this and you yes, did well on your you did, investigation? Yeah. Okay, okay, so go ahead and take advantage. Thank you. So roll one more roll one more time. This lock seems to have defeated Bria. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sad. Uh, she's not going to be able to get it open with her with her thieves tools. If you all have other ideas about how to get in there, but uh, can I kick it? You can try and break it down or break it in if you would like. Make me an athletics check. It's a stone door, so it's heavy. It's going to be tough, but you can try it. Give me an athletics check. I, I'm guessing an 11 is not going to do it. No, and it sort of hurts your foot. It's like, a, it's just like kick the door and I'm like, ow, motherfucker, ow, that's God not a smart decision. <laughs> I guess we'll come back to this. Uh, oh, man. Unless you want to try okay. to kick in the door. I, I yeah, shan't. Yeah, because his athletics is so good. I shan't do that. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, I, before we leave this room, I'm going to go over and investigate the east wall. Okay, that's where you all are, the east side. Sorry, the west, the west wall. wall. Okay, you don't find anything on the west wall. Nothing. I'm not going to make you make a check, because that's not interesting, because there's nothing there. <laughs> okay, then we'll go through the other door, I guess. Through the center door? Yeah, well, we need to check it for traps first. Kit. Oh, spider kit. Okay. Spider I go kit. and I look at the door. Spider kit. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the door. You do not see any traps. I push it. <laughs> you push it. It I'll doesn't try open because you need to use the handle. But yes, Kit Flick goes over, turns the door handle. The door opens onto a little 20-foot hallway that goes forward and then splits off, turning left and right. Uh, it does look very similar to the hallway on the other side. I would like <laughs> to uh, go up to the door. Um, I'm assuming that there is a door there based on our map. That's uh, going to have the big center circle. Yeah, so you go sort of, you're checking the map, and you, you go forward, you inch forward, Bria, and sort of look around the corners, and you do see the doors that are indicated on the map. So two, as you go forward 20 feet, the, the hallway branches left and right at a 90-degree angle, sort of like a T-junction. To the right, uh, which is the south of where you're standing right now, you see two doors, one on the far wall, which is another one of those big doors uh, with the big symbol and the hollow in the center of the central circle. Um, you can also just see on the west wall, on the, yeah, on the west wall, there's another smaller door. To the left, looking down the hallway to the left, there's another door on the far wall, and then it opens up into a bigger space at the far end. One of these days I'm going to publish the map of this area so that our listeners can look at it and know what the hell I'm talking about. So I want to investigate the the hollow circle to see if, if there's any indication of which robot or robot part should go in this one. Uh, sure, go right ahead. Make an investigation check. Intelligence investigation check. I think I think Bria's just a little tired. Um, oh no. <laughs> it's, a, it's I mean, it's not bad. It's a nine. But like she, oh. I think right. she's It could have been worse, but you really can't make out anything. I, I just need a little nap. Yeah. I'm gonna go after her and do the same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I crit. Nice. Oh, all right. So this one, you can... F I, don't, uh, I don't know the answer to this. Um, so you sort of root around in there, and much like uh, Kit, you feel that there is some sort of indentation. And so you are able to really, like, use your fingers to sort of feel what this shape is, because it does definitely have a shape, and it's definitely not that ropey guts shape that you felt on the other door. Uh, in this one, it feels... Uh, it's odd, because there's sort of, like, four separate little areas... And you feel around, and eventually, <laughs> what you think you feel are, like, the soles of some high-heeled shoes? Like, a pair of high heels is meant to sit in here? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Robert. <laughs> <sighs> it's the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was the cutest thing I've ever heard in my, oh my life. Oh, my God. 
Uh, oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Bria and Flick are over by that door. Flick has just informed us that some high-heeled shoes need to go into this, apparently. What's next? I would some like to slippers? look at the, the door across from them. Okay, it's a it's a door. Smaller door, uh, handle, small small symbol. Kit, oh. traps. Okay, I was about to start going to the northern area, but... When Bizdira calls me, I'll turn around and. <laughs> okay, so you're headed up north, and the the spider stops, turns around, and it like you're. It's a large spider, right? You just she giant looks spider, a little right? spider size. She's like so like it's you it's are like, like <laughs> scuttling and having to like sort of turn on your central axis, and the voice comes back and goes, "Oh God, please make it stop!" <laughs> oh, I think now I'm gonna be a spider, a spider forever. Yes, just to <laughs> piss off the voice. <laughs> This is a vice. Um, all right, so you go down and you check this door and you don't notice any traps there. I'm going to push it and uh, Bizdira will open the door. Okay, so you open the door and as soon as you do, you smell an incredibly strong smell. And that is where we're going to leave it. You're not even going to tell us what it no. smells like? Just that it's strong? <laughs> like, it could be like sugar. Or it could right, be like decaying flesh. It could be like, hey, somebody hasn't cleaned the litter Look box in a fucking month. Look like, how mad she is. It could be so some mad. stinky feet and there are some high heels in there. Yeah. 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 Or Ew. some rotting corpse legs and the slippers are on them, you know? Because somebody dropped a house and suddenly no one cleaned up the legs. So they're just sitting there rotting in a dirty, dank dungeon. All right, DM, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. And thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out if <laughs> any of what this dear just said is true. <laughs> you can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping a house on us. I mean, a line to oh. us at Twitter and Instagram at, at DND Last Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some really awesome fan art, find out what cons we're going to be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Huff, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira. Kit! <laughs> I, I hated that... And flick. (laughs) Happy gaming, (laughs) y'all. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Felicia. Oh my gosh. I think someone has baby fever.